You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. So, it happened. Yesterday was my birthday, and I turned 34. The cat is out of the bag. Yes, I am 34. I often have people ask me, Dan Duvall, how old are you? And, and it's, it, you know, it's funny that when people ask that question, there's often there's some kind of accusation attached to it. Like, either, what you know, what are your beauty secrets? Because you can't be in your 40s and look like that. And then at the same time, you know, and, and it's 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 often because you know we're we're doing so much, we're pioneering over here. We have this kind of, and then it's like, but you're you're just a spring chicken, Dan Duvall, you know. And so <laughs> I don't know what to say. All I can say is, you know, there are rewards associated with assignment-based living, and God has blessed, and what we have set our hands to do has certainly prospered. I. I'm very excited about a lot of things coming up. You know, Bride Ministries is a nonprofit organization. We're actually a 501c3, which people have over the years questioned. Like Dan Duvall, you know that a 501c3 is a, a type of covenant with the government. So why is your organization that? And 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 the fact of the matter is, we we became a five hundred one c three back in two thousand twelve before any of you knew who I was, and the reason why was because people started to say Dan Duvall's the Lord is putting it on my heart to give you my money, and I didn't feel like it was a good idea to put their money in my personal bank account and spend it on tacos, so I said, well, let me put some structure around what is happening here so that I can steward the money and the things that the Lord is putting it on people's hearts to give towards, you know, and, and at that time, I didn't even know what I was building. I was just like, what am I building, God? <laughs> so, so all I knew was I wanted stewardship in place. So I started a 501c3 because that is a way to steward things and also provide tax-deductible receipts for those that are giving donations, which many of you enjoy at the end of the year when you file your taxes, myself included, because I I give a lot of money. <laughs> and the, 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 the truth is, though, I have recently become aware of some alternatives, and we are going to be restructuring. And this restructuring will happen probably at the end of the year, um, between December and January, but I've already discussed it with my whole board, and we are all on board. And so we're going to be restructuring Bride away from a 501c3 and to something called a 508c1a, which is also a tax-deductible, not-for-profit organization that does not have the same limitations uh, when it comes to endorsing political candidates and so forth. As a matter of fact, a 508C1A can absolutely endorse political candidates by name and with intent, and there's absolutely no negative recourse that can happen because of the nature of that organization. And so we are at the very front end of a restructuring process. It's not going to be a quick move. Um, because we have a lot of gears running in the background. 
And so anyway, for those of you that have been concerned, you know, why is why is Bride Ministries a 501c3? Why can't they be something else or just a for-profit business or whatever? You know, transition is happening. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I'm excited. You know, God just continues to take us from, from one platform to the next, from glory to glory, and it's good. Now, we have a book coming out soon. It's at my editor at present, and I, I assume I will be getting it back in the next week. It's called Advanced Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth. Um, after I get it back, we're going to be pushing it forward on cover design and typesetting and all this stuff, right, to, to get the product out. I am targeting a late August early September release date, but, you know, that, that could get delayed depending on how everything comes together. But look forward to that. That that book is going to cover so many things. It's going to have prayers on using spiritual weapons, removal of spiritual objects, breaking the power of gang stalking, encountering Jesus Christ, deliverance from Kabbalah tree, computers and walk-ins, uh, correction of uh, uh, timelines and you know it, it really really gets pretty intense the prayer resources in that book are high powered there this this is not a book for beginner prayer warriors at all i will say this for all of you advanced folks out there it's exactly what you've been waiting for now we're going to be having a conference in louisiana it's going to be on july 19th and 20th in Lake Charles at the Spring Hill Suites, 1551 West Prian Road. And it's going to be with Only Believe Ministry and Willie Richmond. And we, we, we are very, very uh, excited. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be focusing in on human spirit, activation, empowerment, healing. It's going to be a good time. So this it's going to start on Friday at 7 p.m. Now, with that said, we're going to get right to the program. We have an amazing podcast for you today featuring Hope. She has not been on the podcast for a while, but what she is bringing today is certain to be powerful. And I will give a short trigger warning because it will be a little graphic. Oh, wait. One more thing. There is coming a DID mentorship program. I almost forgot. I've been working so hard on this thing. And it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, I did that too. I, I recently finished a year-long syllabus for our DID coach mentorship program. What's the purpose of the DID coach mentorship program? We're, we are trying to graduate coaches that will be able to help people that have DID because of satanic ritual abuse and other things. You know, we, we have some amazing, amazing coaches on our platform right now, but but. God has called us to make disciples that make disciples. He said, go into all the nations making disciples. And so God has given me a vision for this DID coach mentorship program where we are going to produce a company of people that can effectively minister inner healing, deliverance, and activation of the human spirit with the capacity to provide real help to survivors of SRA and extreme trauma. We're going to release a company of people into their own coaching businesses capable of successfully handling clients, one-time sessions, taking control of their financial situation, and releasing a company of people that will help Bride Ministries, that, that is our organization, to grow and expand in different areas in the country and around the world, depending on where all of our folks are, are, are coming from for this program, um, so that we can have more solutions to offer the many people reaching out to us for help. And... And uh, this is not going to be a, 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 a uh, back seat 
experience. So this this is going to be intense. We're going to have a lot of reading, uh, books and books, and you're going to have to write papers and reports like every three or four weeks. You're going to have to show up at quarterly trainings in Dallas, and you're going to be getting live exposure, uh, you know, training on how to do sessions and, and get people actually delivered, actually administrating inner healing the way I have learned to do it and, and, and what we've done that has become ever so successful in securing people breakthroughs. And I'm going to be uh, basically imparting my entire toolbox to a company of people. I am only going to accept those into this program that are ready for it. Uh, we, we, we're not, this is, this is not like our courses where it's like anyone sign up, just get information. We're, we're actually looking for people that are ready to step out in the calling that God has for them in this area. And so if that's you on the front page of our website, it's on our banner. We have two banners. One is for our Realms and Dimensions Unsealed course. And the other one, because it rotates, BrideMinistriesInternational.com, is a, a banner where you can uh, uh, apply for this DID coach mentorship program. Now, it's it. This is application is coming early before we actually know the cost of the program. So uh, we're estimating the cost to be somewhere between four and eight thousand dollars. This is an investment in an educational process. It's a school. It is a program. It is a year long thing that will uh, empower you to uh, basically run your and operate your own coaching business. Um, so it, it, it is not going to be cheap. There is going to be costs involved because we're going to be having week-long meetings in Dallas. And so we have to spend money to reserve that location and get your housing and food taken care of and so forth four times in one year for a week at a time. So there are real costs involved in this um program and so um, just be ready for that if you do decide to apply uh, this this is going to come with a financial investment there there is going to be a, a plan but we don't have the final numbers yet so we don't have a final price yet but we are accepting applicants because if God has called you to do it and you know it uh, the price isn't going to matter because he's going to provide so with that said now you know we're going to get to this program don't go anywhere you're listening to discovering truth with Dan Duvall. Well, folks, we are back on Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall, and I'm very excited to bring back a guest that had done a number of incredible programs with me, but well, we haven't seen her in a little while. Uh, her name is Hope, and she had just an extraordinarily moving testimony. Her memory recall is extraordinary concerning the things that happened in the physical realm as she was undergoing satanic ritual abuse and Illuminati programming. And uh, she talked about it. She also wrote a book. It's called To Tell the Truth. And we at Bride Ministries are actually carrying that book at our website, brideministriesinternational.com. We still have a few copies that you can pick up from us and you can also find her on Amazon and other places. But Hope, welcome back to the program. It's great to be here. It's been too long. Yeah, it has been a while. And, you know, we have continued to work together, Hope. And 
you have memories that are continuing to surface and you are learning things about your past now that you didn't even know a year or two years ago when yeah. you were writing your book. And uh, by the way, I hear another book is underway. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the Lord is telling me to go a little bit deeper. Um, even though I went really deep in that last book, um, just to uh, uncover some new things that he's been showing me and he's revealed to me. So um, I'm looking at the very beginning stages of that. Wow. Well, we're, 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 we're standing by and cheering you on, Hope. Thank now, you. because it's been a while and because your story was so deep and covered so many subjects as you were sharing it on the podcast. And, and by the way, folks, if you have not heard the recordings that we have done with Hope, I highly recommend that you go back and find those because there is so much there. And you can just find them at our podcast page at brideministriesinternational.com or any of the many places that we post these uh, programs. But Hope, can you just take five or 10 minutes and walk us through a high level overview of what, what your so-called parents did, the kind of programming that you experienced, who they were, that is your so-called parents, and just give us a little bit of background before we dive into the subject today. Sure, sure. Um, so I was actually born into the Illuminati. My um, my, what I consider my mom, um, she actually just carried uh, the DNA. I mean, she was the one that, that actually birthed me. Um, I, she died when I was born. Um, and then I was uh, involved in all of the, well, I wouldn't say involved, but I was uh, pretty much tortured and abused from infancy, really. Um, and it was all very secretive. It was, um, very deep. I wouldn't say that I was, um, I was one of thousands of, of high level, um, pay ultra mind control victims, uh, very more hidden, more in, the, uh, Kentucky and more, more in the Southern states, um, had a lot of Southern, uh, programming, a lot of Christian programming, uh, a lot of church programming. Um, so, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of people that have been uh, programmed and, and gone through this torture. Um, and I was one of the many people that I went through. A lot of it was here in the U.S. I, did, I was taken over to India and some other places in Africa. Um, but mainly was the U.S. They did a lot of um, American dream uh, kind of programming that, you know, if I, I was good enough, I was perfect enough, uh, then I would get rewarded to some form of freedom. Main goal was that I would have this knight in shining or, uh, armor, which pretty much they uh, would represent as m the Jesus, my Jesus, uh, not 
not the Jesus, but uh, a human being that I would be able to get married to at some point. And if I was good enough and that would end up taking over the programming and controlling me. So the, my deepest programming was to convince me that I was completely evil and that I was uncontrollable, out of control, um, evil, crazy, and I needed them in order to keep from being like that. So that's what kept me. I didn't get free until I was 30 years old. And I've been working on that healing for the last 16, almost 17 years. So it's been a really long journey. (laughs) One of the most incredible parts about your story was the nature of your first years. That is from one to about five because you were not really in the public at all. No, no, I was very much in, um, it was like a hospital setting, very much underground type of setting. Uh, They do that on purpose to um, really set the foundation of your thinking and all of the triggers and all of the code words and with, uh, people like me that were trained soldiers, they give us like our orders of what we're supposed to be doing. Of course, all of this for me, I wasn't doing it um, willfully. Everything was through torture and um, forced. But uh, yeah, the first five years was very uh, continual torture so that later on in life they could keep me in in a normal setting like a um, like a house within you know a middle class kind of um, subdivision to where people wouldn't be aware I was so programmed by the time I was five that um, I knew how to act and how to how to think how to uh, be in order to appear like everyone else. And they do that very strategically. You know, um, every single move that you make is tortured. Like, for example, um, if I, I was to breathe, like they tell me when I, you know, when I could breathe and how I could breathe and uh, speaking, like when I could speak and how I was to speak. Every tiny little detail that you can even imagine, they control and they manipulate and they use to uh, really create their own uh, human robot to do what they want you to do. My gosh. Well, um, folks, today... We are here because Hope has a whole new set of memories and she wants to talk about them. And so I'm going to introduce this subject because she is here to talk about NASA and NASA's programming specifically. And and at the outset of this, the only thing I want to say is that uh, when it comes to government agencies, many of our government agencies are deeply infiltrated. We're going to learn. Uh, this includes branches of civilian government and military, uh, U.S. Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Army. Oh my goodness, there is a lot of deep darkness. Yet, through compartmentalization, not everyone is implicated that is part of these organizations. And 
you know, I, I just want to say that because um, I, I want us to always maintain a balanced view when it comes to these kinds of subjects uh, regarding actual human beings and people, but, but at the same time, expose the darkness for what it is. Yes. And, you know, Hope, man, you know, you have a lot to say about NASA, the National Aeronautics and Space um, Association. And I want to just open it up with this question. Why do you believe that these memories have only just recently surfaced? Well, I mean, you take a person that every, pretty much every day I was tortured. I mean, I was tortured every day. And it may just have been a follow-up torture and programming, but there was some form of torture every single day and rape and other things. Um, but you take a person that's gone through that level, and I, I went through that for 30 years, um, and you, you think about the people's normal memories, you know, a, a thought, a um, smell, a, a picture, anything can bring up what would be a normal memory for someone else. But for me, and for those that have been through what I've been through, um, they're all bad memories. I mean, every single, because it was bad, and it's not an exaggeration. It was bad every second of every day. So uh, the Lord has shown me that uh, it's kind of like the, the thing that people talk about, about the, the onion and how you peel it back. Well, I've got a huge onion, and then there's lots and lots of layers. And so he's not going to give me all of everything that I need to be healed from all at once. Like I said, I've been on this journey for 16, 17 years, and it's gotten better and better and better. I mean, I'm better than I've ever been in my life as far as, like, being able to go to a normal job and being married and, you know, having a ministry, you know, that kind of thing. So it's a continual journey of healing, and it's just another level. It's just another layer of, of things, and I think that this is, you know, just now surfacing because it just was too much for me to handle before because it was so intense and so terrorizing to see some of the things that I saw, and they practically um, made me think, I mean, they did make me think that if I ever shared this, that people was, would think that I was crazy and lock me up, would be going back there, you know, and so there was just uh, lots of program to keep this hidden, and as I've, each layer has come off, it's like, it gives me more and more freedom to allow those parts to come out, to allow those memories to come out, to where I feel safe enough that even if people don't believe me or if they think that I'm making it up, uh, because there's a lot of people that do, uh, but that I'm okay with that because I know that I know that I know that I'm, I went through that. Like I have the emotions, I have the feelings, I have all of that. There's no reason why I would make up things that are so torturous and so painful and just are like just even preparing for this today was very very difficult i mean it's it your mind doesn't want to go to things that are extremely painful i have no i have no reason to do that other than it being real i mean i just i don't i don't get a payoff for this you know i'm not making millions of dollars by sharing my, 
my story. So, well, no, you are not. And <laughs> yes, you are very brave. So, next, I want to ask what were the age categories during which you experienced the bulk of the NASA programming? Um, most of my NASA program, like the deep foundational programming, was when I was a little, probably about four or five, something like that. But it that actually continued on throughout. They did more like corporate uh, programming to where they would take you back and it would be like a week at a time or something like that. And they would, um, you know, just reinforce all those things and new technologies and new program that they, they had, uh, that's where they would test that out. So it was a continual thing that periodically would happen. So you received, in other words, the foundation of the NASA programming while you were still in the underground facilities mm -hmm. between the ages of one and five. Yes. And, yeah. and they kept reinforcing it with like week long, or you could almost call them field trips or whatnot. Yes, mm -hmm. yes definitely. That, that, that's exactly the way it was. Um, and that's really kind of the theme of what they did, like all the foundational stuff they did when I was really little. But then they would uh, follow up, like especially even as uh, I was starting to kind of break down, my program was breaking down. Then they took me places in extended period of time, tried to reprogram me. So that's kind of how, how they work. Because they want you to be out in the open doing what they want you to do. Um, because they make a lot of money and they have a lot of uh, control in their hierarchy. If, if people see that you're actually a functional soldier or functional um, MK Ultra, they, they get prestige, really. Uh, a horrible, hideous prestige, but that's what they, they think. So let's get into the details, Hope. Um, <laughs> Tell us about uh, some of the types of programming that was involved. Well, pretty much at the root of, um, as we've talked about a lot previous to this, they how they create all those denial parts is with really, really intense pain. Um, that you can't get away from for your mind has to, has to go away. Um, for example, one memory that I um, have is being put on a, uh, the machines that they train the astronauts on where it, it goes very, very fast and it flips you upside down and around and spins you around. And they would put me on there and um, it would just make me really, really sick really, really dizzy, um, and if that's done for a really long time, it's very, it's very painful, mm -hmm. and so um, they would use that, like, you know, if you get sick, then something's going to happen to somebody because you can't control yourself, um, and they would follow up with that, you know, they would electrocute someone in front of me, or, um, do something to hurt someone else so then of course I thought that 
you know, because I'm evil, because I'm bad. That's why that happened. And so that reinforces that, um, you know, I needed to be there because I'm so bad and so evil and I needed those things. I really literally thought that I needed like a basic need needed to be tortured um, because I just was terrified of myself because they had that that's the whole basis of my programming. Um, and then they, you know, there's a, so for me, a lot of the fear and terror that I had was to be alone because if I'm alone, then I don't know what I'm going to do to somebody or how I'm going to hurt somebody. And so they, you know, they set up different things and to give you reasons like get somebody that's, dead and then they said well you did that or they would have a video with somebody that looked like me and then they said well you know that was you you were out of control we were out of the room and this is when you did it um when you killed that person and so I just was terrified of myself and another way that they um really would train your mind to split off was since it was um, the NASA thing, it was like a false sense of importance that they wanted to do in a way too, because they wanted you to think, oh, well, you're part of this, uh, you know, this experiment or this going to the moon, like you're, you're important. And for a person that's never, it's been treated like an animal, um, any kind of importance is like, you crave that, you know? And so they would dress you up, um, not just me, there's other, lots of other victims, but um, they would dress you up, and they, they dressed me up in a, um, like an astronaut suit, I'm not sure if it was a real one or not, but um, they, they would put us in a, in a really, really dark room, and then it would have the lights around, so literally... Because you've been in such a secluded area, you don't know anything. You're a kid. You don't know anything else. You don't know, is this space or, you know, where am I? Like, I, I you don't know. And um, so it would look like the stars and all that. And, of course, they have the gravity thing where they can, I mean, you can go anywhere and do, like, the flyaway where they, they put you up in the air and all that. And so, um, literally, I thought I was in space. Like, I thought, well, I'm by myself alone, you know. And so, it would be a really dark room with those lights and then that. And then, um, pretty much any of the torture they did with me, they would normally have some like some type of speaker or something going on to where they would say things. And they, they, I would think that it was God through the, through the speaker, you know, telling me that he was, he was, you know, really paying me back for being so sinful. Um, and all the things that they wanted me to think about God, for all of us, we, we thought that NASA was where God lived. I mean, that's what they told us and God put us there and that's where he lived and you know, all the things that were happening to us, was, it was God's orders for that to happen to us. So, you know, if you think that God's doing that to you, then how are you going to question it? You know, 
you don't question that. And so um, pretty much they would make your mind. I mean, when you are in an isolated place, it's, it's extreme torture to be by yourself for long periods of time. And in the, in a dark room in that, and you just think you're somewhere in space and nobody's ever going to find you. And so your mind just, it splits off to try to, to uh, endure what you're enduring. And so pretty much they use that as leverage, you know, hey, if, if you, um, if you tell anybody about any of this, we're going to tell them you know, you're crazy, if you, nobody's ever going to believe you, um, and so we could actually feel like there, it was glass, you could feel the glass, um, but you, you, know, you couldn't get out, so it's just this very terrifying, um, it makes you question everything you know, are you crazy or what's wrong with you? And so, um, you know, that's just something that they continually do. Um, now, and then, yeah, go ahead. I have a question here. When you were going through this programming, was it primarily overseen by the people that claimed to be your parents or were they turning you over to others that were overseeing this program at the NASA facilities? Yeah, I mean, it was really like a training uh, yeah. corporate setting to where there was like the main people were there in charge. And so they would tell all the programmers what to go and do uh, with the, the victims and so there was tons of programmers there was also and they were you know they they were doing it willfully it's not like they didn't have a choice um but then they had the one, leaders over that that were kind of in the front that were in charge of it it really looked like a more of a like a training like that you would go to um and okay it just continually learning new ways to program people's minds to where they can split off and be a better, better soldier and, and uh, perform better. Now, there are a number of NASA facilities around the U.S. Do you have recollection of which one or ones you were likely to be programmed at or not? that's not really available to you? Um, honestly, I, I don't, I never ever, when I was traveling anywhere, knew where I was going. Mm -hmm. They made it very, 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 like, I never knew where I was going. But um, since I've been getting healing, um, I'll go into a specific area and memories will flood through and so then I know, hey, this is obviously an area that I was tortured in because it's like there's different demons and territorial spirits and I could just feel it in the atmosphere and then all of the the pictures and the flashbacks and all of that come back. So um, I know I was definitely taking Florida, uh, some of the other southern states. and uh, I think they have like remote places even that are not outwardly nasa 
you know. So, but even even the ones that are really NASA, mm-hmm. they are all underground. And like you said before, you, it's just like with Disney or any of those places where I was tortured. Like, there's some really people have no idea that's going on, you know, out in the open. Like the people that are working the normal kind of jobs, yeah. in 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 view, you know, they don't know that that's going on. But there's very very evil going on under the surface it's very classified stuff and and it's really literally underground so wow now you also dealt with programming involving holograms Mm -hmm. and markers Can, can you describe what that was well like we were talking about um it was like a training um the corporate times when I was taken there in in some of the foundational stuff at the beginning, they would always have like a, it looked like kind of the military screen up front. Uh, but then they would also uh, cause it to be more hologram like so that you would actually be given orders um, in specific things that you're supposed to do through those holograms. It would look like kind of a, um, um, look like a computer screen, really, but more in a hologram kind of space. And it's like either like if you turned your head different ways, it would turn along with it. So they built those things specifically so that you can really get away from any of the um, orders and stuff that they wanted you to to. Um, follow through with and it's one thing that I did live out as far as you know they create kind of like a it's like an alternate universe like I know that sounds crazy but it's just you know the the reality is there are portals in the spirit realm and uh, they want you to go through that and go into that alternate space where they can do a lot of communication there Mm -hmm. Uh, because you know with uh the, the information they have about frequencies and things like that. They're, I mean, radio waves, TV waves, waves, all the different waves that are going on, but they have their own specific frequency that they go on to communicate. And so it's kind of like an alternate universe. The, the only way I really know how to explain it, um, sometimes I, I do not like any kind of, uh, sci-fi stuff because it's too real for me because <laughs> a lot of it is is real you know it's just uh, my husband likes sci-fi so I, I know we watched an interstellar one time and the uh, difference where he was in an alternate universe and kind of came back to the present that, that's not the only way I really know how to explain it it's kind of um, astral projecting out and going and getting the information that they want you to get uh, for me it was uh, what's going on in the spirit realm like what are the angels doing like what are the churches doing and their prayers and stuff like that um, they could tell that I was kind of more open to that because I don't know I just feel like that the Lord would somehow was he's shown me this since then, like saving my spirit, like uh, he got, gave me different things throughout that kind of helped me to see 
even though it was years and years and years later for me to even be able to make a choice on who, you know, to accept him, but um, like that he's out there. And so I think they use that against me to go to do the ice protection and go out and, and get the information and bring it back um, to them. So it's kind of like, uh, a different, like a different portal, and they do that a lot with the NASA experience, uh, the NASA experiments and things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Clintons are very involved with that, specifically Hillary Clinton. Um, she's pretty much over that. Um, she's got some. Di- they've got different phases, and you know that they're going to now because that didn't work. But um, yeah. Yeah, that um, she's over a lot of that. Now, with the NASA programming and certain public figures, uh, what's the connection between like the programming you received at NASA and what happens with certain public figures? Is it, it was this like an operation to create uh, uh, the execution of certain missions in people? if certain things were to happen with certain public figures. Yes, absolutely. So recently, um, and we talked about a little bit about this, I have a lot of um, the Swan Soldier programming, it's specific type of MK Ultra, but um, not just me, but a lot of uh, the ones do, but um, it contained a lot of this stuff with like Gloria Vanderbilt, um, uh, her symbol was the swan um and she's of course the vanderbilt and i have tons of memories from the biltmore mansion and all of that but uh, they were very involved as far as in the illuminati um and so the media plays a huge role i mean anderson cooper he is connected because he's trained to go out there and put this information out there but the media is very involved and they have specific, those that are, are uh, torture victims and those that are just, that's their job to go out and put specific information so it triggers all of the, um, the soldiers so that we'll know exactly what the, what's the next mission and all the different things that may just be one, one word. <laughs> For me, uh, it's it's a, a different thing. Like there was at one point, um, there was a flyby by the Statue of Liberty, and so that I knew what phase we were in. Like it's just just different things that you've already been programmed, and they give you the orders through the holograms. But um, like recently with Gloria Vanderbilt uh, dying, and then um, there was some deaths of. Uh, media figures um it was just a very clear signal to us and that of course now i'm not going to fall through with that but i know of that because Hmm. i was programmed about that um but that the next phase is taking place and uh it's just it's a marker and and even like the lady that showed up at um the wall and all white and was saying, talking about all the children and how they were in pens and in um, cages. It's just another um, thing for us to say, hey, 
you know, if you don't do what we told you to do, we're going to put you back in cages. We're going to put you back where, you know, you originally were at. And that's the, that's why they, part of the reason why they do all the foundational stuff is because they want you to be so terrorized to ever have to go back there. You'll do whatever they tell you to do. So, uh, you know, there's those markers, um, of what phase you're actually in and their plan um, of really taking over and doing what they want to do in this country. I'm glad you're just taking the time to break all of this down and explain it because um, truly this is a reality that, I mean, people on the outside have a hard time accepting Mm -hmm. that there's a whole population of individuals in the United States that aren't just being manipulated by mass media mind control, uh, but are programmed to interpret certain things that happen in the media in such a way as to shift into a different mode of engagement out of their programming. Mm -hmm. And so their response to political figures, their response to political positions that, you know, vote, even voting patterns are, are, are being manipulated by their mind control. And, and and there's, there, there is a director that, you know, or direction that's being established from those that stand behind, you know, the news media and uh, even, even different mainstream movies that come out, you know, they're trying to produce a response in a programmed population. And for those of us that are on the outside, we can't understand that. We just think, you know, especially for those of us that are waking up, you know, mm-hmm. people, are being unreasonable. It's like, why do you get so locked in your cyclical thinking? But for some people, it's not even a choice. It what was it's what was perpetrated on them. Absolutely. Well, and you know, for for us, that's something that was uh, programmed from the from birth or in the womb, really. And um, you know, they do that also do that with just mainstream people. I mean, like the way they'll say the words it's very trance um inducing or the the words that they speak and they say it over and over and over so there's different ways that they try to also control people or try to desensitize them to and one of those ways is through movies um if you see recently there's so many movies that are um about NASA and about the Space Center. Um, yeah, it's and, interesting. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. True. And I believe, honestly, I believe, uh, this is my prayer at least, is that um, as they're in this draining the swamp or, you know, that's the catchphrase, but as they're exposing the Illuminati really um, is what it is, um, that they're getting, they're coming across some really, really evil stuff. And I think they're, aware of a lot more and so I think that uh, the Illuminati is really doing everything they can to try to the whole population as a whole to where they get their minds so uh, programmed to think that oh this is like just make-believe this is not something that really goes on this is in the comic books or this is Spider-Man or this is, you know, all the different, like there's a Lucy in the stars that's come out 
recently where she's like supposedly losing her mind and um and then um uh get out uh, there's lots of astronaut like hypnosis kind of program in that movie um i didn't watch these movies i've just seen seen the trailer and it like totally uh brought up tons of memories for me so um i mean they're just in uh, and I don't sit around and just think, oh, that's it, or that's it. It's just automatic memories when I see this. It's automatic memories that that surface. And, um, you know, it's just, it's really sad that so many people think it's just, oh, that could never happen, or that is real. Well, where are they making these things up from? <laughs> you know what I mean? Where do they get this outrageous stuff from? It's because it's it's real and it happens you know they might take it to an extreme in some of the marvel comics and stuff like that just to try to make make it look like if people were to come out and tell the truth like i'm doing that we're just nuts but um it unfortunately it is going on and it's um has been for a really long time well i'm beginning to you uh, just absolutely switched so far to the other side of this conversation, folks, where it's just like, you know, for me, I listen to people tell their memories and I'm like, oh, you actually have a basis in reality. Now, all these people that literally cannot accept or acknowledge what's staring us all in the face, mm-hmm. you're the one that should probably get off of your meds and get into uh, <laughs> the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, uh, anyway, I, I really don't feel like I'm the crazy person in the room, Hope. Most of the time, I, I just do not. I, I feel like I'm very lucid and very sane. <laughs> like, well, it's probably, I mean, like, the more healing that I get, the more I feel like, hey, I am like, I mean, you don't have all this stuff, but like, okay. just that freedom of like, Hey, I know what's going on here. Like, I'm not being tricked and and just um, deceived. Like, I truly know why these things are happening. Like, so it's just so ridiculous. Like, like, you know, and I, I mean, we can just go through the list, right? They use holograms to harass people. Oh, sounds like we should medicate you. No, sounds like we should medicate you, person. You just don't know what they're. You actually are totally outside of the realm of reality. Oh, they use satellites to target people. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, really? You think that they don't have satellites in the air? You think they don't know how to use those frequencies? Tap into your brainwave signature, which they have documentation all over. The- you can look up patents, U.S. patents for all this stuff. But I'm the one that's crazy. You're the one that's crazy. You. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Right? But, but, you know, it's, it's nice that we kind of can move this conversation along. And, you know, it's, it's time that the rest of the world woke up to what we're already saying I, I, I so appreciate you hope um now, now i want to say this you coming back to something that you said which was very significant you said that the clintons are very involved from your perspective in the whole nasa programming piece mm-hmm. right how would it have affected your healing journey and, and and this is kind of a i mean this is an opinion question so but how do you think it would have affected your healing journey had she been elected Oh, wow. I mean, um, you saw me. I was a basket case, really, when all that 
was going on, like the whole election and all that, I was terrified because I had been so programmed that when she uh, got elected, that I would have to carry out some pretty horrible, I mean, now I didn't willfully do these things, but all these memories were coming back and this terror of what I was going to have to do if she got elected because all of all of those who have been trained as uh, soldiers in, you know, um, really robots in their army or whatever, um, that we were going to have to carry out some pretty horrible things and not because we wanted to, but because people would get killed or we would be tortured or, you know. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was terrified. Um, I really, really was. Um, even though, even though logically I knew, hey, I'm free now, it's still all of those, that fear that they had programmed into me um, of what, came, what was going to happen next. Because all of this is programmed into you at, when you're little. Their plans have not been, oh, well, maybe next year we'll do that. <laughs> this plan has been like decades after decades after decades. I mean, they've been working on this, and that's why they've been able to get as far as they can. And that's why I say, you know, um, to think that they don't have cross uh, genetics like human and animal cross breeding and genetics and, and cloning and all that is really been in huge denial because they've been working on this for, for a long, long time um, to deceive and manipulate. And specifically, um, you know, I know from the program that I went through they're targeting the normal population with all of the frequencies from the cell, to cell towers, all of the, the sugar that in the genetically modified foods and, you know, um, the program on the TV, all of these things to really get us to where we can't use the entire brain of, that the Lord created for us to where we're numbed down to where we only use just a fraction of what the Lord has given us. I mean, why do you think that is? Like, it's because they want to be the people that use their entire brain and can take what God created for good and use it for complete and total evil. All I mean, they're using their entire brain because they've not been numbed down they know how to do that and they numb down people so that we aren't the ones that are creating good things for us we're not creating like things that will prosper us it's all these things that are you know for them to to be in control and to and so that's really where all of that is coming from so um continuing a, a little deeper NASA programming um, involved not just, you know, the machines where they'd spin you and the isolation and all this. They also did a lot with computers and attaching you to computers and other people, to my understanding. Um, you talk about some of that programming. Sure, sure. Um so pretty much my whole life I've been like 
terrorized a computer. I like I've just been a really really uh, extreme fear of computers, and I, I had a lot of programming about computers because I try to. Um, as you know, I'm sure you've talked a lot about it on here, but like they try to kind of construct a, a program computer inside of you to where they can do whatever they do and you respond the way a computer would. Um, specifically, one thing of how they do that, um, I mean, you have the ones that are kind of the governmental leaders that are up in front and have a huge computer screen. Um, I'd say it looks more like a, a, a military kind of screen, computer screen, which is much more advanced than the normal computer screen like we would see. Um, and then they also have smaller computers and all of the uh, victims are hooked up to the computers and then they're uh, connected to their specific programmers. Um, normally, it's always, they're always doing some form of electrical shock through those computers um, to get you to look a certain way or, or act a certain way or uh, do a certain hand signal. It's just a lot of electric shock, which is very, very painful and intense and just um, really hideous, but um, and then they add in the the uh, manipulation. They'll connect uh, the program, so programmers will connect themselves to the computer and begin to act like they're being tortured, like they're going through the same thing that I was going through. They're being shocked, and so at that point. There's always somebody saying, with them and other people saying, in more of a group kind of setting, saying, you know, you caused this. You're the reason they are being tortured. How can you be the victim if they're being tortured? You know, because that means, that means you're the evil person. You're actually torturing them, and you're, you're the programmer. And so it's just a, just, a, a, just a horribly crazy feeling because you you know I'm not wanting to do that like I that's not what I want to do like so obviously I'm doing something I don't even know that I'm doing you know and so it's just it it's horrifying and then as they go into it then they'll just begin to laugh and, and say, and so then you don't know, are they really being tortured? Are they not being tortured? Um, as I've worked through those memories, the Lord has shown me they weren't being tortured at all. They were just faking it the entire time um, because they started laughing. And it was just to get me to think that another way to get me to think that I was evil and I was horrible and to die. It was always a, well, you know, we deserve you doing this for, you know, like you should do this for us because look what you did to us. Um, so they really always use that heart of compassion against me. They've always tried to 
use that against me and make me think I was crazy. Because if you think you're crazy and evil and that you don't want to be crazy and evil, you'll do anything somebody tells you. I just I thought I had to endure these things like there wasn't any other way. And then you put on top of that, well, this is where God lives and God's the one that said for this to happen. Well, then this is like, in a way, it's like, this is my service. Like, this is what I have to do. Um, and then they take it even another farther. They always pair you with somebody that they've allowed you to bond with just partially. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was a younger brother, even though he probably wasn't. I don't think we were probably biologically connected at all. Um, it was someone that was close with me in the house that they had put me in and um, kind of, I was more of like a mother figure. Uh, I always had to take care of them and I felt responsible for protecting him. And they do that on purpose, especially those that have that strong compassion um, or that strong uh, wanting to protect. They really find out what your weaknesses are, even though that's a, Plus now, but for there, it was a big weakness because they were able to use it against me. So they began to torture him and shock him. And um, it at that point, like I could endure what I had to go through. But if you look at somebody that you care about and you're supposed to be protecting and they're going through that, it's like, I will do anything that they tell me to do to keep him from having to go through that because, you know, he's screaming out like, cause they've told him I'm the reason he's screaming out the whole time. Like you're doing this to me. Why are you doing this to me? And so, uh, that was the, probably the worst torture, you know, when they do that, cause they, only you have no connection. Uh, like recently we've been working through, the how to even be connected in my own self you know but you have no connection it's very very lonely um but they allow you that connection when they do that it's very very strong and it's the last thing you ever want to see is somebody that you're supposed to be protecting get hurt and so um that was really really hard but they um they know the human brain and they know every the ways to control it. And so uh, that that's continual. So they're using the computer screens really to make a computer on the inside. So they push whatever button they want to push and you do what they tell you to do no matter what. And I have encountered time and time after time after time, these, you know, computers on the inside or you know that the survivor is the computer and then there's hookups to external computers folks it if you're going to get into this kind of work helping survivors get breakthrough <laughs> you're going to have to get used to dealing with computers and synthetic technology mm-hmm. as a matter of fact i have a prayer in my book prayers to shake heaven and earth it's called freedom from synthetic genetics and i will tell you Hope and I worked on that 
together in a sense uh, because we were trying to get her a breakthrough and I had to figure that language into the renunciation and the prayer in order to get the breakthroughs yeah. and since then we have expanded on that a whole lot uh, in, in advanced prayers that shake heaven and earth which as of the recording of this will be coming out in a couple months we have a much more thorough prayer addressing the synthetic kingdoms and dealing with the technological component of the programming and it's it's a real thing absolutely i mean i i say those prayers every day thank god for for that book and for the new book that's coming out i mean not just for for people who've been through what i've been through but other people that aren't even aware of things that's going on around them you know now recently hope and uh we were working on some things and NASA came up mm-hmm. and so did Merfolk, which for those of you that don't know is a uh, basically an all inclusive term for mermaids and mermen. And I was absolutely shocked that this began to come up. It's, I would have never in my mind made a connection between NASA and the underwater spirit kingdom. But here we were. And so, Hope, I, I want to let you unpack this. Sure. These were your memories, and you wanted to talk about these things. And so, uh, folks, just <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's it's difficult to believe that the extent of the things that they do. But um, so I've had a lot of memories with one specific uh, female actor. Uh, it was pretty well known, um, and there there was a lot of shape shifting. This was actually in NASA. They do a lot of experiments um, underwater type of experiments uh, I think because uh, there's so many portals um, and so many demons that they can um, channel through water um, and then they have you know as far as frequencies and all of that all the different realms with that but um, so they did a lot of underwater experiments uh, a lot to genetically crossbreed, especially in, with amphibians. Um, and uh, some of this is just a cause, uh, well, through this, they cause a lot of terror because you see a lot of the genetic crossbreeding that they do as they're trying to come up with this like superhuman type of being that, and it's all in a quest to. Um, really have the upper hand in this world they want to have um, they think they have the bloodline so they want this superhuman um, ability and so they see a lot of it through cross genetically cross breeding with different types of species like specifically amphibians um, uh, when I would see things that were um, genetically cross 
read, when I would see those things, I, I would like literally think I was losing my mind. Like, is this real? But I saw it, you know, and, but they did a lot to try to make me think that I was crazy. Like that I was hallucinating or that I was, um, like, um, they did a lot of program with me on the, um, having some mental illness. Um, but I know what I saw and I know that they were doing that and that's how that they were. Uh, some of it was shape shifting with my spirit, uh, because I literally saw people with like fins. Mm. Uh, some of it was shape shifting. I think some of it was the genetic crossbreeding and trying to come up with that. Like, so uh, a lot of that was going on um, because they they really have a hatred towards God. And so anything that's in its pure form of what he created, they hate. And so they were wanting to be God and like come up with their own superhuman species and um, you know, Satan gives them evil insight to all those things and they're open to anything. So, anything. so. When, when you were in the underground NASA facilities, you're saying that there were either rooms or, or tubes or uh, actual physical storage structures where mm -hmm. the hybrids were being kept and you saw them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were um, like tanks. Okay. Water like tanks, uh, but not huge, but like uh, I could see through it with the water and everything. And for me, and every time that they did anything like that, they would uh, – normally put something on me to where I would think that I had turned into something that they like that. Um, like whether it was them shape-shifting with werewolves or, you know, with wolves, they would put something on me to make me think that I had turned into somebody. But with this, they did the same thing, like a fin on your legs. Um, but I did see that, and it was very demonic-looking, like very evil in in the facial figures um and um so yeah unfortunately that that is definitely going on and it's not just i mean recently there was an exposure um in just if you look up humanized mice you just google it you're gonna get mm. out in the open that they've been doing this for a really long time I mean, and they are very open about it. On the, you look on the um, yeah. on on the internet, they talk about it in the open. And so, anyways, Trump found out about it and he shut it down. But they were using aborted fetuses, and so um, to cause these humanized mice. Um, and so, I think little leaks like that are happening. I don't think because they want us to get kind of used to those kind of things. But um, it's not the only thing that's going on. There are very, very evil people, and they've been 
using that crossbreeding for quite, you know, for a really long time. So um, it, it's happening and there's, you know, it's, it's out in the open now and it's just a lot deeper than what people realize. It's, um, they're using, they've been using federal money to do that. So. Man. Yeah. And so <laughs> there you are four or five and other ages, uh, seeing these hybrids in these underground facilities. There's a movie that came out. I didn't see it. It was called The Shape of Water. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw it or you're, but if you're aware of it. I didn't see it. I saw a, um, I saw just like a trailer of it. And mm -hmm. it, that's it. I mean, that's. That, that's and that's it. It's they, basically just putting it out there. Like, oh, then by the way. Uh, this hybrid we're making. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the type of thing it is. It really is. And it's the reason they do those movies is because uh, they don't want people to, because things are being exposed and they don't want people to know what they're doing because they have the upper hand. And you know what else that they are putting out there? I, I was just shocked, Hope. I, I, I mean, I truly, I, I was actually giggling in the, because it was just so funny to me to think that, like, this stuff is going over people's head. I, I, I took my wife to see Godzilla because I'm like, we're going to see what they're doing now. This right. guy, they're going to, you know, blow up a bunch of cities, whatever. I know exactly what they're going to do here. They're all the same. But in this most recent Godzilla movie, they have this massive reptile appearing and disappearing on different places on the map, like in the world. And so the scientist is sitting there talking about why. He's like, well, let me explain. He's going in and out of deep underwater portals using tunnels going through hollow earth. And I'm like, <laughs> of course he is because it's all real. And the only one that's confused is all these crazy people, right? Because we talked about that. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's like I said with Interstellar. It's that, it's that crossing into another realm and, and, you know, just going in and out of that. It's we're, we're spirit being, like, and there's not just a good spirit being, you know, there's not just good, there's evil. So, of course, they do that. I mean, it's, they twist everything that's good and use it for bad. Now, I don't know that this is related at all, um, but I am going to ask you about this because we're on the subject of NASA. <laughs> and there's a lot of debate. Did NASA actually go to the moon? Um, and most of that has to do with the actual tape that the American public was shown and all of the weirdness. And I'm not sure if you're, you've seen like some of the breakdowns of the video and why stuff doesn't make sense. Right. Um, I don't know if you have an opinion on that, but since we're on the subject, I'm simply going to float the question. Mm-hmm. I um 
I have a lot of programming about the whole moon thing because really um, that they use a lot of program and use a lot of denial with that along with like, like I told you, putting us in the, in kind of a secluded thing to make us feel like we were in space and um, they would always say, you're going to the moon and we're never going to be able to find you, um, which created a lot of terror because you think you're out somewhere and nobody knows where you're at and God definitely doesn't care. Um, so I think there's much more probably memory wise that I haven't gotten to that really crazy kind of feeling. And when I start getting feeling that um, there's more memories that are probably going to surface. I know that they used like so, that um, piece of that book, uh, that children's book, um, I Love You to the Moon and Back. There's one that's from like 1990-something. But um, it, it was always used as a denial method of uh, the whole moon thing, like the Twilight Zone, uh, you know, where they did the, the whole story with the Twilight Zone of whether they – to cause confusion and, and mm. feeling crazy about if they went to the moon or, or not. And then um, just so, so they, they made a lot of confusion. They, they created on purpose a lot of confusion about this stuff with them going to the moon and back. And I know Tesla, he's very involved with all the space. He has this new thing, SpaceX and, um, $33 billion, you know, sending people to Mars, supposedly, and he's very involved. So there's a lot more deep things going on there. Um, so I'm kind of torn with all of that. I, I know that there's good people, some good people in NASA, but then I know there's a lot of evil, too. So mm. I'm not real sure what truly went on with all of that. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I, um, on this subject, I was always very convinced of, like anybody that thought that we didn't go to the moon, like that was just absolute pure conspiracy nonsense. So I started watching some breakdowns of the video. I then later concluded, uh, no, they know exactly how to get to the moon. I, I've actually talked to so many people that have memories from the moon mm -hmm. um, involved in projects. They're not using rockets to get there. They're just using the anti-gravity craft. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. there are bases there and all kinds of other stuff, lots of stuff on the dark side of the moon. But I think, I think now what probably happened with the video was they created that for the purpose of creating confusion. Meanwhile, all the stuff with the moon is going on and it's hidden from public sight to right. tell people what's going on That's, up there. I um, know that they do that specifically in the program to cause a lot of confusion about if people have gone to the moon or if they go to the moon, you know, just a lot of confusion about that. So obviously there's a lot of stuff that they're trying to hide with that normally when they try to, cause confusion there's something bigger that they don't want people to find out about 
are to expose. Man. Well, Hope, is there anything that we didn't ask about specifically that you want to add to uh, your expose on this subject? Uh, I think we really covered a lot of it. Um, I mean, I think that there's probably still a lot that the Lord is wanting to bring out in me that he's healing. I think I'm still in the process of healing some some of the things because it was such a huge part of the um, programming that I went through. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've gone to so many memories. I mean, the Lord has brought back so much. But a lot of the uh, things that people just would reject and don't believe and that feeling of like, uh, I'm crazy. They use it a lot. And so I think there's a lot still he wants. Well, I guess we're on a healing journey, but um, I, I just encourage people to really be aware and ask the Lord what he wants to show them about like the agenda that they have right now and why they're so focused on NASA because I think there's something that they're wanting to cover up into um, obviously but I think that there's something more that they're wanting to keep from the public from knowing Um, so the more that we're aware and we're seeking the Lord on it the better Um, specifically you know with the, the 5G 6G and all these things that are coming out I think um, a lot of it is to try to contain um, people in their thinking, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of that is is based in NASA and the experiments that they're doing. Wow. Well, <laughs> at the end of the day, praise God for Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Hope, I, I wanted to say thank you. Thank, thank you for breaking all of this down. Uh, thank you for being courageous enough to continue on your healing journey and uh, to continue to put this stuff out there. You know, uh, it takes a lot of guts. And I, I say that every time I bring a survivor on the program, it takes a lot of guts to do this. And folks, you know, you, you listen to these programs, you listen to my guests, uh, you don't know what it costs them personally to to get up here and to talk, uh, both before the recording and after the recording. You know, there's resistance on both sides, blowback. Uh, I mean, um, the, the the emotional roller coaster that can surround doing this it, it can be pretty intense. And so, uh, you know, I, I I just bless you, hope, and thank you so much for your courage. Thank you. You know, I, I, before I started this today, it was like the Lord was really showing me, you know, public God was showing me that to try to see people and people that have been through what I've been through, like you can look at somebody and not really see the wounds, like, but underneath all that, there's tons of wounding and hurt and everything. And to try to, Uh, really look past the outside and like really look at what God you know what Papa God sees and to have try to have compassion 
um, for each other because we're, you know, we're all in a journey. And for some people, it's a lot harder than what you think. So. Mm. So true. Well, folks, that's it for this week. So until next time, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. This podcast is a production of Bride Ministries International. Visit our website at brideministriesinternational.com to enjoy the Bride Ministries Church, the Bride Ministries Institute, free resources, and to support us financially.